remember that old drugstore that was on the corner of Damon and Montrose? Yeah. Yeah, that got turned into a place called the Fountainhead, which was like a the that had all the cool tile. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they got I me. Mean, that got yeah. gotten rid of. You know, but modeled it. Yeah, you like know. the entrance. It was like kind of on the corner. Yeah. Well, the and entrance. Go, still, and they still had that. I mean, like it still had that. Like that. Right. Uh, but yeah, and, and that was there actually for many years. That was there for like I would say like maybe a decade, and. And I worked there, you know, for a while, and and yeah, I think I saw something where they had talked about that was even gone out of had, had to had to close up its doors. So, mm. um, time is yeah. tough all around. Yep. But yeah, especially I mean for them, like it's really surprising considering you know, like, as I said, they they were supposed to be like a big deal because they had uh, you know they had whisk they had so many different varieties of whiskeys and. And beers and all this stuff, and yeah, and now they're gone. So. <laughs> all right, well, shall we start the show? Oh, oh yes. Uh, is this our Christmas episode? I guess this will technically be our. Okay. So we all right. Well, about it a little bit in the last one, but we can do more of the focus in this one. Yeah. Welcome to the Normals Christmas Spectacular. Yeah, it's Christmas because we're fighting a war on Christmas, Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I didn't realize we were, but we are, apparently, if you mm -hmm. listen to certain people. <laughs> so, yeah. not going anywhere this Christmas, huh? No. No, you're, you're, you're stuck at home, too. Well, I know. Well, you, unfortunately, you, you told me some rather bad news. Um, I don't know if you want to share it. Um, uh, That's it violates HIPAA. HIPAA. Oh. I ain't sharing nothing because it violates HIPAA. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but it's HIPAA. But uh, um, yeah, my son has tested positive. We're still, um, yeah. we're. I mean, yeah. he's, he doesn't have any symptoms, so they may be easy. It's so they're so he's either asymptomatic or there's always the chance well, of a false positive. You know. <laughs> He has a runny nose and some drainage. That's okay. about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but I mean, you know, so that's pretty much has grounded you guys uh, for the holiday season. I guess. Well, that we were grounded anyway because, yeah. but yeah, definitely. Now, now, unequivocally, you are. You, it's like you you've got a quarantine. Um, mm -hmm. 
and uh and yeah well in the, i know like kind of the the same thing happened to my brother i found out just the other day um uh, my brother uh, who lives out in arizona because they live with um they, they you know the house they live in has like basically a separate wing for his mother-in-law because she's retired and uh, they have a big enough they have a big enough house to where they were just they that they that they built and they basically just gave her her own side of that or wing or side of the house whatever and apparently she tested positive for coronavirus and now yeah it's basically uh yeah they're they're not going anywhere until until they find out you know like once again it could be because like she's not really displaying the symptoms but you know you could be asymptomatic and not even know you have it Mm-hmm. Uh, or or in, or like i said it could also there's always the chance it could be a false positive so i think they they took the saliva they took the saliva test which isn't accurate or, or isn't as accurate and that one tested positive so i think they took the uh whatever like the, the heavier duty one the the yeah the the nose one and they're waiting on the results for that so so yeah it seems like well and it just it just seems like a, a good idea probably all around don't don't travel you know, like you can, you know, it sucks because, you know, you, some, some people you might not get to see again, but that's why we have like the technology you and I are using right now. You know, you can, you can, you know, with, with, with the way things are now, yeah, well, somebody on the phone and see them face to face, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Fochi. Yeah. Um, anyway, Fochi as in foe. Fake. Yeah. yeah. Yes. In the case. Anyway. Um, yeah, we were, you know, my family goes to Sky Took and Carol's every year. Yeah. And we've been doing that since forever. And this is the first year that we're not getting together and doing it as a big, huge family group. Aunts, uncles, cousins, grandpa. So thanks, Trump. Yep. Anyway. Um, it, you know, it's going to just go away. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know about. You won't believe how <laughs> friend here away. has. Uh, you know, you're you're not as scientific as 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 Trump, who has the most scientific mind ever of, of of any president. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, surprised Trump didn't know that either. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so you you came up with we were talking about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Let's so, get right into this. Okay. So, well, first off, you're do you do? You're, you're still behind, right, on The Mandalorian? Yeah, we just started season yeah. two. Um, well, see, you know, the big news right now is that season uh, two just ended. And, of course, you know, fans galore have come out and talked about how much they loved it. Now they want more. Even I, you know, I even made a little post about it. And, and um it was like I will say this. It was satisfying. However, something that really kind of annoyed me when I felt like they they spent way more money than they probably had to is you know spoiler alert and and I told you about this last night so it's not you're, you you know about this. Um, Luke Skywalker does make an appearance at the end, but it is they use the same sort of technology they did to to, to bring Tarkin back for Rogue One and. Um, uh, and Carrie Fisher in Rogue One as well, and I, I we're we're not there yet. <laughs> like, I'm just like it would have been uh, there. There were rumors going around that it was going to be Sebastian Stan playing a uh, young Luke Skywalker, which I totally would have bought. And and in all honesty, I would have enjoyed that way more than what I got. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. To be fair, I you know I did like I did like what they did. I like the fact that they're showing that okay, uh, uh, Grogu is going to go with Luke and train. You know, <laughs> and and this is you know this is pre um, uh, this is before uh, what's his face uh, uh, Ben Solo is even born. So so it's going to be so it, he he won't be part of those students that he takes with him possibly. You know, ben kind of, Solo. But, but no, and it definitely had a very, you know, it was kind of a, it was kind of a tearjerker moment. And I just, I thought it was very reminiscent of the very end of Gremlins with the because <laughs> there's literally a thing where, you know, in, in the, you know, he reveals his face to the child, you know, that was because, you know, his whole thing was, I must never show my face. I must never show, you know, and, you know, and, and he uh, and yeah, as the kids as the kids going with Luke, you see him like take off his helmet, and the kid looks at him. He touches his feet he, with his little puppet hands, touches face, <laughs> and then he goes off. And and um, there is and I didn't tell you about this, and I don't know. Do you want me to spoil this, or because there is a there is an end scene? I'll probably forget by the time I get to that episode. So, well, you know they're doing the Boba Fett spinoff, right? Yeah. Yeah, so because that was, I think, one of the things that they had mentioned. It's going to be called Book of Boba Fett. Uh, it was kind of interesting how they set that up because you know you have to think Jabba's death had because this is supposed to take place not long after Jedi, like maybe a year to six months after after the, uh, the whatever it's called, Death Star Two blows up and the rebels are starting to take over the the uh the, or you know retail or, you know the 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 whatever you call it the new republic is starting to take over the the galaxy again and at the very end you see they're at jabba's palace and bib fortuna has sort of usurped the throne like he's bib fortuna yeah uh, yeah or do you mean bib fortuna <laughs> yeah that's uh, uh that's what i mean that's a reference kids go on uh go on winter in construction uh, and you can uh, on YouTube, and you can find that. Uh, but uh, anyhow, so as I was saying before you left, uh, and I'm sure, hopefully, you'll edit all that out. Uh, um, uh, uh, but anyhow, so as I said, Bib Fortuna has usurped the throne, and he's you know taking advantage. And you see, like the toilet girl is still chained up, and and all this stuff, and. Um, and then uh, Wait, they didn't they didn't free her oh no like, well <laughs> well they do you know but you know you're you're, you're skipping ahead yeah that you're skipping ahead so uh anyways so I just then, thought at the end like luke and all them they you know free everybody and then well, they just are you kidding once that once that uh, they just got han solo you know, and took off. they're just like yeah let's get the f out of here <laughs> uh, but anyhow so as i said you know so then they show up to the palace and bib fortuna is sitting on the throne and then, um, and then you see like shadowy figures kind of come in and they shoot people. And then you see it's Boba Fett. And then Bibber just like, oh, hey, Boba Fett, I thought you were dead. And, and then he just straight up shoots him and then just sits on the then sits on the throne. So it's setting up. Oh, this is the 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 book of Boba Fett, and apparently that's going to come out a year from now. So. So he's getting his own show. Like, you know, they're all getting their own shows now. Um, well, how does that sit with Darth Maul, who's kind of like the new kingpin of the galaxy? 
Well, and I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Who knows? Well, but that, but bear in mind, this is the outer rim. You know, the like Tatooine and all that stuff is kind of the outer rim. That's why. That's why you have people. They even kind of who who don't know what the Force is. Like that's why Luke never heard of the Force. That's why even the even Mando. Uh, well, also he was a stupid nerf herder. Yeah. Well. Well, moisture herder actually. Yeah. Uh, moisture farmer. Mm-hmm. To be, uh, you know, uh, exact. Um, but, uh, but no, like they, you know, like it's the idea that in the outer rim, they don't know a lot of this stuff. So, you know, because like, they're kind of far away from, from the empire and, and ever, and like, you know, just, just what word of mouth and all this stuff. Um, but, uh, but no, and, and last night, and this is kind of what it, what it kind of, what it, a fun little game I want to play here. Um, you and I were kind of talking about how, uh, celebrities, there's a lot of celebrities that kind of have names that sound like they would be Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, it, like uh, and I always thought it would it'd be kind of fun to make a list of these. So I, like, I was going to make a list of these names, uh, which I thought were Star Wars character names, in my, in my opinion. And then I wanted to hear what you thought, or which, which side you thought they would be on, if they would be Galactic Empire or Rebel Alliance. Uh, yes, and I have 15 names here. Uh, I actually switched, the, you know, the order, I, the the closer we get to number one, I think they're going to sound more Star Wars-ish. Because uh, okay. <laughs> like, you know, I also was trying, like, I'll be honest, I was trying to fill out. the best for last. Yes, and I wanted to make sure that I had 15 names, so some of it is kind of stretching. Mm-hmm. And some of, them, like, some of them are actually people who have starred in Star in some Star Wars movies, but uh, and like I said, we're not judging. Not you're not. You're, the, the goal here is not to judge the person that they're the, who has the name. Like if it's whatever actor, like oh, I don't like that guy. That person must be a bad guy, <laughs> or must yeah. be. Well, first guy. let's let's talk about some names that are in, like, like like Poe Dameron or Poe Dameron or um, uh, God. Well, uh, God, I'm trying to think. Um, or, or Poe Dameron, Lando Calrissian. Um, God, what are so, what's another really? Good, I'm trying to. There's the obvious. Black, Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, uh, Leia Organa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, God, I'm trying to think. Oh, well, this one is actually my favorite. And this, like, Obi Wan Kenobi is. Yeah, well, but but uh, but Shiv Palpatine. That's mm-hmm. an actual name. Like that is that is Palpatine's uh, first name is Shiv. Really imaginative there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, so names like that, like, you know, uh, that are, that, 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 that have like this weird, unique Star Wars-y sound to them. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, uh, uh, and so like, so here's a list of, cele- as I said, celebrity names that I think sound like Star Wars names. And your goal, Caleb, is to tell me, based on the name, I guess not based on, the actual person, but based on the name, who would they be fighting for? Okay. okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so 15, Jaiman Hansu. Jaiman Hansu would be the Rebel Alliance. Okay, Jaiman Hansu is Rebel Alliance. Yeah. And it, would he be like, you, you see him more as like a foot soldier or a pilot? Uh, I see like a pilot, pilot. you know, like. Like when they're talking, when they're doing their battle plans all the time, and the guy's like, "It's a trap," yeah, and he'd be like, "Jaiman Hansu is here to tell so us." You about- see him as a Mon Calamari? <laughs> no, no, just like they'd be like, "It's a trap," and they'd be like, "Sir, Jaiman Hansu is here to tell us about his 
yeah. secret plans. Yeah. <laughs> so almost like Jaiman almost seems more like a like a rank. Yeah, <laughs> Jaiman Hansu. Okay, um, second Admiral Jaiman Hansu. So Jaiman Hansu is Rebel Alliance. All right. So now I have and this is a there's a cup there's two I have on here that are single names. You know, people mm-hmm. who, who identify with one name. So here's the first one, Topol. Topol. Yeah, that that sounds like you know Moff Topol or something. Okay, so you know, Topol, like the Empire. Topol would be a bad guy. He'd be yeah. he'd be he'd be like one of the guys on the star on like a star destroyer, just sort of like going, yeah, we must, we must find this for the for for the Emperor. Yeah. Okay, so uh, okay, and this is actually one I switched. I originally had this person uh, at three, and then I switched him. I switched him in thir- like thirteen and three got switched around. So five ish Finkel. Uh, I see him being like one of those ones that's not either side. He's just on one of the planets. Like I try to stay out of you know the like he'd be like the he possibly like he'd be like uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Veru kind of (laughs) Veru yeah well or or like somebody who's like look 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 I don't want any trouble from the Empire you know I'm not gonna get mixed up with the rebels. Come on, Fiveish, we need to blah 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 yeah. Okay, okay. And then he and then he gets gunned down by the stormtroopers because he you know inadvertently helped to the rebel alliance somehow. So inevitably he goes to the rebel alliance. So, um, well he's he's not really directly tied to them, but, yeah, but something he, he does helps them. Yeah. And so he gets gunned down by the stormtroopers. Okay. Uh here's here's the other single name I have. Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. Hmm. Yeah, that that kind of sounds rebelly. Yeah, because well, I was thinking like it could even be, there could be like episode one, uh, Senator Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Amidala, Amidala's understudy Zendaya. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now next one. Uh, so now to eleven, uh, Javier Bardem. <laughs> Javier Bardem. I think if you just go Bardem. The last name it, it sounds kind of uh, empireish. Empireish. Okay, I yeah. should be writing. I need to be writing like the yeah. symbols down here. Okay, so let's see here. Darth Bardem. Okay, so Jaiman was rebel. Topol mm-hmm. was empire. Yeah, like Mop um, Topol. Fiveish was. I guess I'm gonna just put like a line, a, a circle with a line through it because he's he's not really either, but he. You know, he's sort of like he 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 doesn't like to get his hands dirty. Uh, Zendaya was rebel, and then you said Bardem was Empire. Yeah, like you know, like uh, Darth like Bardem. A, like a Sith. Darth Bardem. He'd be like a Sith or something. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and now number ten, Serena Williams. <laughs> I was gonna go with Venus, but I thought that one was too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you just if you took out the Williams and just went with Serena, yeah, um, I could see that being like a rebel, like, like a Jedi, what, one of the queens. You know, what's what's the one that's not uh, uh, not not a queen, but a senator or yeah, well, one of the senators that became like a general. Um, oh, oh uh, um, uh, Mon Mothma. Yeah, Mon Mothma. Okay. Um, like. Yeah, General Serena. Okay, so Serena is a rebel. Um, let's see, I just want to kind of do a quick tally here. We're actually almost even. We got 
one, two, three rebels, two empires, and then an independent. Yeah. Um, uninvolved. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have any part of this. It's like <laughs> conscientious objector, five. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Five. -ish. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, Carl, Carla Gugino. <laughs> uh, Gugino? Gugino. Or Gugino, yeah. Gugino or Gugino, whatever. I think it's Gugino. Either way, it sounds Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carla Gugino. There we go. I'm going to say that's another rebel. Rebel. Okay. Rebel. Now, this is a this person has actually been in one of the Star Wars movies. Uh, Kira Knightley. <laughs> uh, well, again, if you take out Knightley, because um, there's a Kira, that's that's uh, I think that's the one from Solo, right? Mm. Isn't, that what the from, isn't that what the Game of Thrones lady from isn't her name Kira? Kara, Kira, something like that, yeah. Kira, yeah. Um, Empire or Rebel, would you say? I don't know, that just sound, that sounds like a, a mercenary almost, a hopeful, or? a hopeful name. You so know, like uh, if it's hopeful, do you think uh, so? You think toward rebel or I'd, I'd say rebel, yeah. Rebel, okay, okay. All right, so we're nearly halfway there now, or actually, I guess we are kind of at the halfway point. So it is the next one is number seven, Tobias Menzies. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Empire without Empire. Okay, that does uh, kind of sound like. Well, it's. I think the Moff Menzies. It's because it sounds so British, and the Empire's. All yeah, they're always British. <laughs> so Tobias Menzies is Empire. Um, oh, and here's another one. Uh, here's one I know is probably one of your personal favorites, Elias Coteus. <laughs> Elias Coteus, of course. You know. Hey, I'm part of the Rebel Alliance. Okay. Well, but no, but Elias, Elias Elias I know, but, name, but the name, the yeah. name, Elias, it's like bright okay. and hopeful. Okay. Elias Coteus. Okay, so he's going to be R. Uh, number five, Gal Gadot. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Uh, that kind of sounds rebel too. Rebel. Okay. Rebels yeah. seem to be. They're, they're kicking ass right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just thinking about how you know I re when you read some of the Star Wars comics. Yeah, they always have like those, like short hope, you know, short names like that. Gal Gadot. Um. All right, and now uh, we're we're in the home stretch here. Uh, Ian Zeering. <laughs> Zeering. That that sounds like uh, kind of like a another one of those maybe. Mercenary types, you know. Okay, so he's. You think he might be kind of like a Boba Fett, like his loyalty. Yeah, like a bounty hunter. Yeah. Okay, so we'll put we'll do the circle with the line through him. So he's a yeah. Zeering space bounty hunter. <laughs> he mainly he mainly is, uh, does the nine hundred two one zero quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, this is the one that I changed because I originally had him further down the list, and I thought, no, that that's got to go higher. Um, I think you'll like this one. Serge Ibaka. 
Yeah, Serge Ibaka. Um, Ibaka. That sounds. That sounds like. Uh, you know. We know what it, we know what it, it sounds. It like. Sounds like a Wookie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, do you think he's one of the good? Is, do you think he? Is he a good Wookie, or is he like the one like treacherous Wookie in the galaxy? Well, in the comics, there's one named Black Kersantan. Yeah, I think that's how you say it, Kersantan, something yeah. like that. But yeah, he, he sounds like he sounds like one of those. Yeah, he's a bad Wookie. Serge Ibaka. Yeah, he's a, okay. So Serge Ibaka is an evil Wookie. So we're going to make him the Empire, or or like one of the. Um, you know the stormtroopers that's in that elite squad. Yeah. You know the death death troopers yeah, or whatever. The, the guys that are like the black outfits. Um, now number two, and this is another person who has actually been involved, like, like actually been involved with the the uh, Star Wars universe. Uh, Taika Watiti. <laughs> He's a rebel. He's a rebel. Okay. Yeah, what do you think? Taika Watiti. What does he do? Do you think does he does, is is he an officer? Is he a pilot? Is he a, a soldier? What do you what do you see Taika Waititi doing? Um, he seems like one of those random characters that just comes in and says, "General uh, Leia Organa needs to see you, sir." <laughs> thank you, Taika. Thank you, thank you, Taika. <laughs> uh, and now number one, and I know you you saw this one coming because we we talked about how yeah. it's like the ultimate. Star Wars name that's not a Star Wars person, and that is Yafet Koto. <laughs> Yafet Koto is uh Rebel. Rebel, yeah. okay. Oh, well, what do you? Well, I have what I think he might be. What do you think he is? Is he a, is he a general? Is he a Jedi? Is he a pilot? Is he uh, is he the guy who just sort of cleans up the bathroom on on the med ship? Well, no, that, I mean that kind of sounds like a Jedi name, doesn't it? Yafet. Yafet Koto. Yeah, Yafet Koto. Yeah, I trained yeah. I trained under Yafet Koto. He was a he was a Jedi, Jedi master, Yafet Koto. <laughs> yeah. So, what did you What did you have him as? I don't know. I kind of thought of him as a general, but I can see him as Jedi. Yeah. General Koto. Yeah, you yeah. can. I know. But yeah, so I just want to do a quick tally. I think most of them, yeah, were, you decided most of them were rebels. So yeah. Two, three, four. They just, you know, I go off of whether they sound hopeful or menacing, you know? Yeah, and so uh, Nine out of 15 were, were rebels. Yeah, but then there's there's Chiwetel Ejiofor. Well, see, here's the thing. Now you need that to come up with, you, you've, you've heard my list. Now you need to come up with a list and I yeah. have to decide. Well, Chiwetel Ejiofor is on there. Yeah. Well, do you want? Just so well, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll wait for you to complete it so that you know. So, so next episode, you have your Star Wars name list, and then it's my turn to guess which. Esapetha Merkerson is probably on there too. Which one? Esapetha Merkerson. Yeah. Well, don't. Yeah, you said don't tell me them all. Well, uh, that's just a sneak peek. Yeah, well, and I. Oh God. Uh, Mayan Bialik was somebody who I could have put on. Yeah. Think about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but no, it's just funny because like Star Wars names are just—I don't know. There's like this weird thing of like they don't sound like they would ever actually be someone's name. So then when you hear a name, a name in real life, that kind of sounds like a Star Wars name. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. We we need to come up with a, what? What would you call uh, or? Uh, Star Wars name game, I guess, is what we would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 
celebrity star wars name game there we go um you can just uh but yeah so that was the fun little fun little bit of improv you know we haven't you and i you know we need to flex that muscle every once in a while because we probably haven't in so long (laughs) but uh but yeah um since this is also technically our christmas show um and i don't think we really talked about it in the last one um what are some of your favorite things to watch um during christmas like like, um, like something that you you have to watch before the 25th well for me you know growing up we used to always watch that uh Disney Christmas Carol, the one where Scrooge McDuck, of, of course, is is Scrooge, and um, uh, and it had the you know the pistachio, pistachio, yogurt, yeah. I always loved that one. Something in that scene they edited out, but now they've I guess they've softened their view on it because uh, it's back in the last time I saw it. But there's the thing where he goes suckling pig, which means it's a baby pig that was. Slaughtered. Uh, that was for a long time, but then I saw it again recently, and it was put back in. They would just call it pig, you know. <laughs> um. Huh. Well, and um, so there was that one. I used to always love watching that one, mm-hmm. and then uh, we uh, Carrie's family recorded. The Muppet Christmas Carol, or not Christmas Carol, the Christmas special. One where there is it the one where they're in Fozzie's uh, grandma's house or mom's house. Yeah. Mom's house, yeah. And then um, so it's got all the old commercials from Oklahoma, like all these old Brahms and DC uh, BC Clark jeweler commercials. And uh, so we watch that every year. Yeah. I know you like to watch Emmett Otter's Jug oh, Band yeah. Christmas. That one's a that one's a classic and. There are at least three different versions of that movie too, which I think is crazy. Uh, they finally, uh, I know that they finally came out with the like the definitive thing that has everything that was edited out, put back into it. Um, what version did you get? I have, I guess, with the the original HBO. Ver- well, actually, I have two because on VHS, I have the. Um, uh, well, well, first off, whenever I was a kid, we recorded one that, that aired on, I think, Nickelodeon or something, and it had several scenes that had been that, you know, that, that, uh, or, or that was the one I grew up with. And then whenever we bought it on VHS, um, uh, we saw that several scenes weren't in that. Like, there are parts where conversations don't make any sense. And, <laughs> like, there's a thing, like, where there's a character, like, whenever... Like, for example, there's a scene in which uh, Alice Otter tells, the, you know, that Gretchen Fox is just being a real, you know what, <laughs> being a real fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, talking about how she's not going to pay them even that because or she'll pay them next week or something. And she's like, but it's, uh, since it's the day or a couple of days before Christmas, I have the bill for you right here. And I was kind of hoping that you'd fall off the dock like that's the line that i grew up with mm-hmm. and then they edit it to where like that line's not really in there anymore and and then like the next line she has with somebody uh, or, or someone a uh, guy named will possum he goes that's telling her alice it's like that makes no sense now because they edited the the fall off the dock part out. so yeah and 
there was a version i think that amazon had like it was on like their streaming to rent and we watched it last year during thanksgiving and it had that put back in it had everything and like there was a whole there was an intro with kermit the frog that um that got that that got edited out when like and and like and also an in-between appearance with him um and that was what i found out that was actually added later because in the original uh 76 uh, version that aired on hbo it didn't have that it didn't have the introduction by kermit um and that's the one that and it didn't like basically any any other muppet was completely like void from it it was just it was just these characters um and uh they had longer versions of the songs but it still was it still was missing certain scenes um and uh and that was the d you know that was the dvd they released uh, you know about a decade ago but it did have one thing on there which i love watching and it's hilarious uh it's the outtake uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about with a where it it shows them they kept trying to get i guess they talk the the history is there was this drum that's supposed to roll out of the store and it's supposed to roll out and then kind of do like the thing where it kind of rolls in a circle and then kind of goes you know and then just kind of goes flat and i guess what had happened was during the rehearsal before they before they were filming it did it perfectly and then they said they kept so they keep trying to do it after replicate that and it failed like i think it was the they said at that point it was the most takes that they had ever shot on one shot mm. and it's funny because you get to hear uh frank oz and jim or jerry nelson just riffing while they're mm-hmm. while they have their hands on the puppets and there's something they're, they're improving as the puppets yeah like they're, they're staying in character as the puppets and there's the thing that whenever it it rolls by it it rolls by it off the stage and we go and you see as alice hotter frank goes, did, did you see that and then and one of the crew members comes on stage and he looks at the crew member and goes, did you see that <laughs> the part two where he goes sweet jesus <laughs> roll yeah. off the studio floor <laughs> and it's just like so that scene is great just because you get to see them riffing and like there's a thing where they're tired and like you know they kind of have their arms down it so it, like the puppets you know because they're, they're down below looking at a monitor and seeing they know what it looks like yeah the thing where the puppets are just they look like they're just sort of laying on the sidewalk and they go help me and my son please we need money <laughs> <laughs> and it's, oh and then like when they finally get the take done that they wanted, I guess Jerry Nelson goes, Can we do it again, Ma? You shut up, Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like that, like it's fun to see that stuff. I know that like I don't know, like, like as far as other things I really kind of like well, like, I mean, I think uh, for everybody, die hard. You know, it's kind of, you know, it it is a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says. It takes place on Christmas. I mean, technically, if a movie takes There's place... There's a whole debate about it. Know, Everybody has an opinion. If a movie takes place on Christmas and Christmas is part of, like, the plot, I think that justifies it as a Christmas. Like, I, still, I think Lethal Weapon, the first one. Is a Christmas movie as well, <laughs> so because yeah, I mean, like the you know the the fact that so is Harry Potter a Christmas movie? Some people it, say 
their Christmas movies. Well, the, the thing is, here's here's the thing. Because they happen during Christmas sometimes. Is it, is it integral to the plot? Yeah, it's it's so integral. Or does it just have one scene where it's Christmas? Integral. Does it just have one scene where it's Christmas? I've never I've never actually seen a, a Harry Potter movie. Um, well, there's somewhere it it happens, and they're walking around the snow, and and it's Christmas time. Christmas movie. Yeah, but I mean, but if it if it doesn't have like that, if it if it's like one scene. Like Stuber, for example, a more recent movie has a scene that takes Christmas takes place at Christmas at the end. I don't consider that a Christmas movie because it had one scene where it's Christmas. Uh, like Gremlins is a Christmas movie, you know, <laughs> like because um, that I mean it is kind of like that, that is sort of integral to the plot, you know, that it's Christmas. Uh, and uh, like trying to think of another well. Even it's a wonderful life. I know like, people can debate that if you want, but that like that one is a Christmas movie because of the you know, in you know, because like the well, last every time it comes on. Well it's Christmas. Well, but it's like when you look at like the the majority of that movie doesn't happen at Christmas, but the last like uh forty five minutes to you know, like around like thirty to forty five minutes are it's it's Christmas Eve or whatever, and it is integral because it's all about how it's about the season and about how like, you know, all these people come together to give, to give back, you know? <laughs> and so that's why that is a Christmas movie, you know? Mr. Potter, you're, you're a bad man. You're, 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 you made your mistake, Mr. Potter. <laughs> you, you double crossed me and you let me live. Well, you're not even. Well, you're, you're not a fraud. You're not even a cripple. <laughs> now, wait a minute, dog. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that is the SNL sketch in which they do the the missing ending to "It's a Wonderful Life," where the townspeople essentially just break into Potter's house and kill him. Yeah. What? Oh, it's fine. I did it earlier. Go ahead. No. Thanks for checking first. My son. Your son. Awful <laughs> um, but anywho, um, but no, uh, I'm trying to think if there's another, there's another movie that I really, that's sort of like a must see, uh, well, oh, um, the animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Good night. Love you. I love you too, Caleb. Um, yeah. Yeah, like the, the Chuck Jones, uh, animated uh uh original um how the grinch stole christmas mm -hmm. well yeah. yeah go ahead well, i was gonna say it's it's funny too because watching that movie because that movie is gotta be nearly 60 years old at this point and the animation still holds up i mean it still looks well, great and that's that's one that they used to that used to be the big christmas show that everybody you know that they would show every christmas yeah you know without fail um and then you know elf came along and and christmas story came along and all these other ones came along and those kind of you know they still show the grinch occasionally but not as much not like they used to yeah and you know it's like when we grew up you had to watch stuff on tv yeah like you that was the only you didn't have streaming and you yeah, didn't there was no streaming you didn't have the internet yeah uh, so the only time you got to see expensive you know it's like 
yeah, the only time you got to see these things was if they came on yeah. or they if you had recorded it and then you showed it every yeah. every uh, Christmas. But yeah, so you know, with the with the Christmas story, my family, we used to watch that every Christmas. Yeah. Um just by ourselves. We would always play it yeah. on VHS. And then TBS started playing it, you know, that 24 hours of Christmas story. Kind of switch over. Sometimes it'd be TBS. TNT. Um, but yeah, it, it's funny because we used to do that every Christmas. And then and then they started doing that and showing it, uh, you know, 24 hours. And it just, unfortunately, I think that kind of, I, I think that really hurt it. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't even know if they still do no. Because a lot of people didn't really know about that movie or they didn't as much. And then they started doing that and it became, you know, a tradition but more it, so but than it, it also, was. I guess it also kind of ruined it because it it became agnosium for people because it just it was like, it's the same movie for 24 hours. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's one of it's the best movie of uh, all time. Well, it's the best movie of all time. Yeah. I liked it. I will say this. I used to like it. The, acting, the acting is perfect in it. I love I the kids. To, I used to like that movie a hell of a lot more before they did that, <laughs> just because they showed it way too much. I love um, it more. I love it as much as I always have. You're, you're, you're a loser, Jeremiah. Interesting thing, too, about that is the same. You know, it's uh, Bob Clark, who directed that, also directed another Christmas movie, which is not really quite as uplifting. He directed the original Black Christmas, mm-hmm. that, you know, the horror movie with Olivia Hussey. Um, and it's just, it's always, I've always thought that was funny because you can see a lot of the same uh, like shots and techniques that are used in, like in this sort of family friendly Christmas movie. And then this other, that is a very, <laughs> that is a horror Christmas movie. Uh, and I remember they even kind of like that was one of the first fake trailers that they, you know, but back when that was really when people would, would go back and they'd recut trailers and they, they did that. Cause like the scene in which, you know, the old fudge scene, the angle of that and the look on his face, the look on the dad's face, the old, or the old man's face kind of is very horror, you know, <laughs> and it's also slowed down significantly. <laughs> so they, uh, so like when they made that fake trailer, they use that shot and it's like, oh yeah, that does look like a horror movie. Yeah. Put in the right context. Um, and he also did Porky's. So it's like that talk about a well-rounded career. It's like it's like I did horror, I did uh, you know, a, a horny teenager movie, and then I also did a family picture. <laughs> um, so R.I.P. Bob Clark. Uh, <laughs> but uh but uh, I'm trying to think if there's, I know there, there you know, I, I have a whole, you know, I don't, I have a whole tape dedicated to, um, uh, I, I whole tape, I have a whole like VHS tape, and then I also have uh, various uh, uh, specials that someone, an old friend of mine, made for me uh, of like different uh, TV and and movie specials, like Claymation Christmas was one I used to always, yeah, have. used to watch. That's uh, that's the one that had the California raisins. California raisins singing, yeah. Um, the, yeah. And then, like, the, I always loved the uh, the joy to the world. One. Well, they they sing We Three Kings too, didn't they? Oh, yeah. That, they, but that's not the the raisins. It's a different. It's like actual, the actual kings. See that? Because like it was basically just uh, things that because Will Venton, the guy who did claymation, like he just made all these different like Christmas shorts 
uh, two different song, two different carols and songs and stuff. And yeah, that was one that I used to love. Watching the, the, of course, I mean, you know, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas was always one, you know, with the uh, Christmas time is here. And, and even now, like when I watch that one and ha- when Linus does the little soliloquy, you know, little, you know, he get a little t- tugs a little of those heartstrings, you know. Yeah, I'm not as big into the Peanuts um, specials. I will say, when I was a kid, we watched them all the time. But as I grew up, I that's the that's the weird thing is like it's opposite because as a kid, I didn't really appreciate them, and as an adult, I actually because I I see more of the humor, you know. Yeah. So it actually, I appreciate them more as an adult than I did. As yeah, a kid. And I mean, I enjoy them when I see them, but I don't go out like I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it every Christmas or Halloween or Thanksgiving or. Now you have to because Apple took them away, and, you're away and then they realized, oh, what a huge mistake! People, people aren't gonna buy our service, and then they made that deal with PBS where it's like, okay, we'll air it once. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also uh, a rather infamous favorite thing for me to watch, and I cannot, I can only watch it enhanced, uh, is the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care what anyone says, and you know there is a, that 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 movie is effing wonderful, and of course <laughs> the only way there's only one way to watch it, and it's not <laughs> it's not with a clear mind, if you will. Uh, you kind of need to. As I don't, you need I've to be viewing viewing experience you're all right something you eat or something (laughs) yeah now so that came out that was the first appearance of boba fett yes it was that actually was the very animated form yeah because it was uh it was there was an animated short in there that had well and that's the whole thing is that they had all the they got the contractually all the stars uh in star wars had to do this mm-hmm. you can tell like Carson ford <laughs> does not want to be there <laughs> like, like family yeah like he, he is very clearly not on board but uh but the anime the animated stuff is actually pretty good and it was done by the same people the same people who had done uh who who a few years later, we're going to animate the heavy metal movie that came out. So it's like it was whatever the same animation. Yeah, 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 it looks, it looks the same. And even like the whoever voiced Boba Fett is clearly one of the voices from heavy metal. I think it might actually even be the same guy that did uh, Sabretooth in the X Men comics. I'm not. Don't don't don't, don't uh, hold me to that. I could be wrong, but it sounds very similar. And I know that guy also laid down voice tracks in the heavy metal movie. Um. Uh, but yeah, it was the it uh, canon wise. It is the first appearance of Boba Fett because he he kind of shows up as you know somebody who you think could be an ally, and then you find out oh wait no he's working for the Empire. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, um, and then it also has it's got uh, it's got a performance by the Jefferson Starship, in which it looks like the man is the the lead singer is singing into a. Uh, I guess I should say wand massager, wink. Uh, um, and if if you don't know what one of those is, kids, um, and um, uh, it's not a lightsaber, I can tell you that much. Uh, and then there's also, 
there's only what I can describe as a scene with Wookie porn. <laughs> where, where I'm pretty sure watching Wookiee porn. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and also one of like Carrie Fisher, or you know, they, they add words to the Star Wars song and Carrie Fisher sings, and there is just one note she cannot hit. And it's like just goes the night. <laughs> And and uh, B. Arthur and Harvey Corbin. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. It's just it seems like I remember it was a joke that um, uh, short memory, huh? Ludlow, <laughs> Ludlow, short. Oh, I love how she gives all the speaking Ludlow. of Star Wars names. She gets she, every one of the Star Wars names she picked out sounded vaguely Jewish. That's what yeah. I thought is hilarious. <laughs> Ludlow, <laughs> Quark. Oh, Herschel Weissenbaum. <laughs> and oh god. And uh but yeah, it was just uh, kind of the joke that uh, a friend of mine, uh Nick, because uh, we used to uh, back whenever I would go back to Oklahoma for Christmas, he was usually the person who I'd crash with the first night and the two of us would just get, you know, we would get enhanced out of our minds and <laughs> watch that movie. And we always called that life that was us celebrating life day. <laughs> And we, one of the things we kind of talked about is how all the quote unquote celebrities in this, they're not really, they're not really actors. They're like, they're, they were from an era when which there was the term show business was really, it's like, you wouldn't really call these, you wouldn't call them actors. They were in show business, like Art Carney and Art Foreman. Like a bunch of old vaudeville performers. (laughs) Show business, kid. You know? And yeah, they, they were old enough to know what you know actually performed at in vaudeville and yeah. well, that uh, style of television. That's what early yeah. tele- television was was basically vaudeville. And there's even a part where Art Carney does the uh, you know start. What was his character from Honey? Was it Ralph or was that or was Ralph? Uh, no, Ralph Cramden was um, Mort. Uh, he was Mort. Yeah. Yeah, or he does like the Mort thing where the stormtrooper tells him, "Will you get on with it?" <laughs> they even throw that in there, which I don't even know if little kids in the seventies would have got like who were who were like the Star Wars audience would have even known what the hell that was because <laughs> that was a show from twenty years before that. Yeah, you know. Oh my god! And uh, they have Nick at night. I mean, <laughs> no, Nick at night wasn't. A thing. Oh, no. I'm joking. Um, it's called the joke. Yeah, I really, I, I, I hope that one day, now that now that Disney owns Lucas Films, I hope that one day we get the ultimate remastered edition of the Star Wars holidays. They need to, yeah. What they need to do is make like a new one with all the new actors and like kind of spoof. They did kind that. Of, no, they did that with Lego, but yeah. kind of spoof like the live action. You know, yeah. kind of like wink, wink, make fun of what well, and apparently, and pretty much. I mean, that's what the Lego Star yeah, Wars called it. The Lego special. Star Wars special was it yes. basically is sort of poking fun yeah. at the original Star Wars holiday special, and then just and poking fun of uh, uh, at like all the things that fans have a problem with in, the, in this Star Wars and like the the Star Wars mythos. <laughs> and it actually, you you still haven't seen it, right? Um, the no, the 
Lego one? Not yet. Uh, it, it's worth a watch. It actually, it was fun. It was cute. Yeah, I was going to watch it, but we haven't. Yeah, and well, you're, I forget, are your kids even really into Star Wars? Yeah. Mm. We watch it. Yeah, but do they like? Are they not like us? Where it's like, oh man, I gotta have a lightsaber, and man, I gotta have all these. I gotta have all the toys and stuff like that. They're not like that excited about it. No, no, which is a shame because uh, Star Wars, like for like you know our generation, and even like the one just well, kids, it. kids now, I mean, they don't even really play with toys that much. Mm-hmm. Like you buy them a toy, and they're like, yeah, that's great. What else you got? <laughs> um, like video games that's all they do is play video games you know these punks these whippersnappers uh, they don't, that doesn't help your imagination you make your own storyline with action figures well I know like we yeah. used to play with uh, like Hot Wheels Micro Machines yeah. G.I. Joe's um, all the Star Wars figures I created the first crossover ever whenever He-Man and the Ninja Turtles had to fight together <laughs> Yeah, I would always have my Marvel figures take on all the DC figures, yeah. and they always won. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's like, come on, that's that's how you build them. That's how you become writers. And we had we had Mask. Yeah. Remember that? The it was the car one, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it was like they were motorcycles, cars, and helicopters, and they would turn into other things. I remember the the like a mix between Transformers and GI Joe. Because the main one was that uh, that Camaro that would turn into, but it would like fly. It but, it, but it was like, so what makes it fly is the the doors go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that doesn't they, have wings. wing doors. <laughs> but no, the other one, the other one was like a motorcycle that turned into a helicopter. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Or or was it a jeep or something that turned into a helicopter? It was a motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. I remember. I remember mask. I remember. Yeah. You know, God, there was. There were so many, so many action, good action figures in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, you had your your Ninja Turtles. You had your had your GI Joe, your Thundercats. Your was, that, was it Silverhawks? Yeah, or Silver, there was Silverhawks. Silverhawks. And because um, uh, that was the same, whatever, it's the same company that did um, Thundercats. I forget mm-hmm. what it was, but yeah, and. Uh, and then you know, you I I remember having the you know, when I was a when I was a really little kid having those. Um, and this is probably my introduction into superheroes was the those. Uh, I forget what they were called. They weren't called Super Friends, but they it was the DC line of action figures, and those are the ones that had a little action where like you'd squeeze their leg and Superman would punch. You know, mm. <laughs> and I forget. What I, they had. I had like the really the old ones. Um. You know where Batman and Rob, like the the capes, would just kind of clip onto their yeah, necks. That was, yeah, that was that. Toy, that was that run. Yeah. That well, was, but I had the Superman one. I don't remember it punching, but maybe it did. Yeah, because yeah, if you if you squeeze like it, Luther, it Luther, Luther had the, the jewel green. The, yeah, the little green, green bell, bell, suit thing. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I had all and the 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 uh, Legion of Doom people like. I remember, yeah, I remember having like for like, my fourth birthday. I just remember getting a bunch of those because I remember having, I remember even having like characters who at the time I didn't even know who the hell they were, like Doctor Fate and Martian Manhunter, and like you know, and I thought Martian Manhunter was a bad guy because of the way he looked, so I would he would be bad. Guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I had all those. Yeah, Aquaman, the Flash, 
Uh, yeah. I didn't have a lot of, in retrospect, I did not have a lot of villains. Uh, I should have, you know, I, I had Lex Luthor. They really only had Lex Luthor, didn't they? And and the, the two the guys that had the spiked shoulder pad things. They probably had Cheetah, and they probably also had um, uh, Sinestro or somebody, you know. I'm sure, you know, well, because they were kind of loosely based off of like the Super Friends cartoon mm -hmm. at that point. I don't even think it was running or was just running in reruns. Um, but uh, uh, what was I saying? Um, but yeah, like, and then I remember, yeah, like, like kind of getting more into the 90s. That's when X Men started getting more popular and having a bunch of them. Uh, and then, well, and then what's funny is that first run, like the cartoon was mm -hmm. coming out. And that first, a little bit before the cartoon, was that first run of X-Men characters where you had Cyclops. Wolverine, Colossus. Well, Cyclops know. was wearing his uh, X-Factor costume. Yeah, with the white with the white cross. Yeah. yeah. X, yeah. And, then, and then there was Magneto and, and Colossus and Nightcrawler. Yeah, and as far as villains, it was Archangel. Magneto. It was, or it was Magneto, uh, Apocalypse. And I think uh, uh, Magneto, Apocalypse, Juggernaut, and uh, Sabretooth. Yeah, and but what's funny is that's basically it was based on this the '70s cartoon. Yeah, that never really Played. went anywhere. Yeah, and they had an Australian Wolverine. Yeah, because he even had the he had the tan and gold costume. Yeah, yeah, he was like, oh, I'm from Australia, apparently. Oh, course it's all been real. <laughs> Wait till I get my claws in him. Uh, thank you but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Lipschen uh, I remember getting I remember one Christmas getting mad at my mom or excuse me, Santa Claus because I had asked for Colossus and she got Cyclops I was like, this isn't the one I wanted <laughs> I, got, I got all of them at the same time yeah oh because <laughs> well, it was like all I wanted I was like, yes yeah. that's all I want yeah. So maybe not quite all at the same time, but I know I know I got like like four of them all at the same time, and then I, I very quickly bought all the others. What was the what do you think the coolest uh, since you know kind of back to the when talking about Christmas getting stuff? What was the coolest toy you ever got for Christmas? Mm. Well, I always wanted the GI Joe Hell um, uh, battleship, but of oh, course, yeah. like, yeah. like a lot of kids, I didn't I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, my mom said, I tried. I tried so hard, and it was out everywhere. Well, <laughs> oh, no, it was like Cabbage Patch dolls. They were sold out everywhere, yeah. and they just never – and by the time they discontinued it, by the time – you know, it was like um, – You know, Caleb, you could probably find it now if you still wanted it on eBay or something. Yeah, well, I got other things to worry about. Um, but – I'm going to buy it now just to spite you. <laughs> Have fun with a giant seven. Yeah, I'll just set it up in my living room. <laughs> um, there was a GI Joe one. It was like this big mobile headquarters. Yeah, like a big square thing on on tank wheels, and you could open it up, and it had like this elevator inside and an escape ramp. Yeah, in the back, and that one was pretty cool. Um, my brother actually got. I'm fairly sure because it was it was it was like a fort type thing. Yeah, I don't remember it being on wheels, but I do remember my brother getting a GI Joe fort. Uh, well, it was like off tank treads, and it was kind of the same idea as the uh, 
this this what do they call it the sand crawler in Star Wars you know that the yeah oh yeah the thing like the the, the, the jaw was heavy yeah, yeah it was kind of like that um so that was pretty cool and the the uh spaceship the shuttle um the space shuttle for your Star Wars or maybe for yeah, yeah. I and that was pretty cool. Oh, I think I did because yeah, it would like open up and it'd be like a space station or some shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff. My my parents, even though they didn't make a lot of money, yeah, they spent a lot on my sister and I. Uh, one year we one year we got a trampoline out of the blue. Yeah, I had always wanted one, and then one year. Probably when I stopped begging for it, they finally sprung for one. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't know, there was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But I got my Sega. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. I would say, like, you know, I was thinking about like all those forts. Like, they, my, my, I know that like they probably, they probably saved money on that stuff because in our backyard we had wood piles because we had a, you know, we had a working, <laughs> we had a working um, uh, we, <clears throat> fireplace. And then we had like, you know, we had stuff set up and we had the creek behind our house. Like, oh, just, just go make it. Just pretend one of those is the fort. <laughs> and so I think that's how we got away. How they got away with like, oh, we don't have to buy them. Now. We can just tell them to play in the yard with that stuff. Yeah. And I did have, um, there was this, there was this big like train set, um, G.I. Joe train set. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like it came on this big, um, kind of plywood, not plywood, but softer than that. Um, big thing. I, I can't even remember how big it was, but it had like a train set that would go around and you could play G.I. Joe's on this thing with the train going around. And like, you know, it's It's got to take this, these nuclear arms to wherever. And Cobra's yeah. got to hijack it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find that. Um, I would say, like, I don't know, I was trying to even think of, like, what I got. Like, I remember, like, probably the best thing, like, like the thing that I probably played with the most out of everything, anything I ever got for Christmas was, I think it was the year I turned, it was it was my Christmas when I was 11 years old, and I got this uh, Tyco remote control, uh, it was like a monster truck, and I had that thing for years. Like I probably let's see if I got I got that when I was eleven and I probably had it until I was um like prob like it like probably sixteen or eighteen and then it finally finally gave out but God I took because that thing you know because it was you know it, it you know once again had the creek behind our house so it was always fun to drive that thing up on a hill and just try to just see all the crazy crap I could do with it. And like driving it in snow, and uh, I remember even one year took it to Colorado uh, with me, and we were driving. I was driving it around uh, the campsite, and uh, you know, uh, taking it off road and on uh, rocks and stuff. And that yeah. Was fun. Um, can, you, can you see that? Let me get it lined yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's what I had. It was this big, um, big mat. That had a train set on it, mm-hmm. and then you could play all of the GI Joes on it and everything. Because you know, train is how military gets things done. 
Well, <laughs> I guess was, did they have a, I had to ask Caleb, did they have a Joe Biden action figure that came with that too? <laughs> <laughs> We're on a train, Jack. Uh, <laughs> well, it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, um, yeah. Well, it looks like yeah. that kid, it looks like that kid's having a great time. Yeah, he's drawn. He's an artist rendition of a kid having a great time, and he looks like he was from the seventies with that freaking polo shirt. <laughs> That's an authentic uh, alligator polo shirt. What are? Oh yeah, eyes odd. Uh, but um, <clears throat> but no, the other thing, uh, and granted, kind of in retrospect, wish I had gotten a PlayStation instead because it didn't you know didn't realize that they were going to stop making games for it was I was really excited when I got my Sega Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't last. Yeah. That was whatever they were giving the doing like the three free games with it. I should have saw through that. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, I should have saw through the whole free three, three free games thing as, Hey, we're desperate for people to buy this, but I didn't, I was just, you know, just, just, just uh, excited. I was like, oh man, it's it comes with free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, I'm stuck in the ether and I'm, um, now I'm back. Ah, but, but yeah, um, because I do remember, well, and I remember that one, uh, this is back whenever not all, not every TV came with uh the the rf cables mm -hmm. our, our, our rf outlets and i remember we bought that or, or i got that for i opened it up on christmas eve and we didn't have the adapter and i was so pissed mm -hmm. and so me and uh me and my brother uh hopped in you know hopped in his car and we were going to go to walmart because we're like it's christmas eve they might still be open by that point walmart was closed and i was like damn right oh man so then we're like, okay, let's go to Kmart. So the rush, Kmart was still open, but they were closed. It was kind of like the, holy smokes, the store's going to close from a Christmas story. Yeah. So like, we finally rushed there. Of course, they didn't have, they had the off-branded after. I'm like, I don't, yes, let's grab that one. Let's go just so we can have it. And yeah, luckily, you know, we, we got it and got it back in time. And then we spent like basically the rest of the night playing uh, Virtual Cup and Virtual Fighter 2 and trying to, and then like it was the Daytona. Uh, game, racing game that came with did that. You, did you ever have Sega TV? No, well, I, I didn't think that lasted very long, right? It didn't. Uh, it didn't, but it should have. I had it when we first channel or whatever, right? Or... Yeah, the Sega Channel. When we moved to Ponca City, um, our cable company offered it, and it was it was awesome. You you basically you put in this special cartridge. And somehow it connected to the cable company, and you could play Sega games. It was basically like streaming mm -hmm. before, way before its time, because you could play all these different Sega games, yeah, all, like whenever you wanted to, and just go on and search for them and find them and play them. And it was pretty awesome. That was cool. Well, I remember that the 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 Sega Saturn. This is before. You know stuff like PlayStation and all that it had like, could hook up to the internet and you could you could browse that. They actually had a thing. I mean, it was it was an add-on you had to buy, and I'm sure it wasn't cheap. Um, but they actually had a thing where you could hook up your Saturn to the internet and you could browse on your TV. And this was back when 
wow, this is a big thing, you know. And, and that's kind of the, that was the problem that I think Sega always had was that they were building these, um, they're building these uh, you know, uh, systems that were way too expensive, <laughs> and that's inevitably you know they had all these great like like you know uh, yeah like they were awesome and they were huge yeah. step forwards in technology, but nobody could afford them. Exactly. So then then it was like they spent so much money on it, and no, they didn't recoup, and it kind of tanked them. Because that was the big that was the big selling that was one of the things with uh, uh, Saturn too is like you didn't need to buy memory cards. It's like it has its own hard drive on there. When uh, the ultimate nail in the coffin was the Dreamcast, yeah. which was like far better than the PlayStation. Yeah, and it it was so amazing, but again, hardly anybody bought it, mm -hmm. and it it tanked the company. And now then they <laughs> sold off. Basically, yeah. Sonic is now a Nintendo property. Well, they they mainly now just Sega still exists. They just does, yeah, they do game development. They yeah. don't do systems anymore. So. Which they should. I don't know why they don't get back in the game. They should. Well, and, well, and at this point, it's kind of, it's kind of cornered by by PlayStation and by or by Sony and by Microsoft. <laughs> like they pretty much have. I think they could do what Nintendo does. I mean, Nintendo's like, you guys can have your fun. We're gonna make our our kind of style of yeah. games. And and you know, people enjoy playing the Switch and stuff. Yeah. Um Sega, you know, I mean if they or they could just team up with Nintendo, I guess, and yeah. do what they're doing. Huh. I don't know. Um but I don't know. It's um, but Christmas. <laughs> well, this was Christmas adjacent. Yes, it was. I remember. I do remember getting uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, yeah, that was like. I thought uh, I liked the second one better. Uh, I never the, played the first. The first one was fun, but you're just going on these like yeah. different levels. It was hard as hell to freaking win too. <laughs> yeah, like... but then. Toe Jam and Earl 2 was more like a side scroller, not a side scroller, but um, yeah, I mean it was, but it was more like you know 3D side scroller type, yeah, yeah, kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog, or yeah. you know you could except you could go back through the level also, yeah, yeah, and find things. Um, it had kind of more of a story. Yeah, because well, yeah, like, I guess a, a top, like, all, well, not really top down because it's more of angle. It, it was, it was like bird's eye view of the characters. Yeah. So you're just these two little characters going around on the screen. Kind of how I guess, I guess, like kind of like what, um, similar to uh, like Warcraft, but it's not like you don't direct people. Like you're 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 doing the directional, you know. Whereas with Warcraft, it's always like, oh, you move here. Whereas on oh, this, yeah. like, you have the you have the D pad that takes them where they need to go. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it was kind of more like Zelda or something like that, where it's you're above view and you're just watching them go around. Um, uh, Earthworm Jim was al always a fun game too. Groovy. Yeah, groovy. Uh, the thing where like you'd complete a level and a cow would just look up and go, "Well done." Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but um. I still have because I I have my my Sega system. I still do have a few games. I have it too. I haven't I haven't hooked it up since Chicago. When we yeah. lived in Chicago, I had it hooked up and played it a couple times. 
Um, but since we've moved to Colorado, um, all our all our TVs are HD, and yeah. I haven't gotten a HD adapter, you know, yet. Or like one of like the like the little the whatever you whatever you call it the uh, RF yeah like little like RF cable thing yeah. that you have to get in there. But uh, well, I still have. I luckily I still have. A I have. I inherited. I, I inherited like a, a smaller tube TV, which I literally just keep in case I need <laughs> need something for it. Like you need to use that for something, and that's one of the things that I use it for. Um, but yeah, last time I hooked it up, it was in the so it's it's been at least three years because I'm trying to think how long I've lived in this apartment. Well, see, I want to hook it up and let my kids play it. Uh, yeah. That at my old um, Nintendo 64 and all that. Mm. But you know how they have those ones where you can put Super Nintendo, Sega, and uh, like original NES games, like they're all in the same console? Yeah. I, I want to get. Chris actually has something like that. Yeah. I keep wanting to get one of those, but yeah. uh, they keep getting more expensive because I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah, well, and um, I actually have. Did you have any of the add-ons with your Genesis, like the CD or the 32X? No, I never got those. I actually, I, I had friends who did, but I didn't. I, the, I didn't do the CD, but I got the 32X, and I unfortunately only have two games for it. I have um, the Star Wars arcade, where it's basically you flying around, uh, and you try the like one mission is you try to destroy the death the the Star Destroyer. And the other one is you like another one you try to you try to fl- actually fly through the you death shoot, star. Yeah, you try to shoot womp rats from yeah. And uh thirty meters. And that one was always like that one was always just sort of like really hard because like I never I, I only I don't think I ever actually beat that one because once when you're trying to fly in the in the death star, it's like if you just like slightly move it just like oh you crash, you die. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but no, and then, uh, then the other one was virtual, the virtual fighter one, which was a game that we always loved. And I remember, I remember always being blown, blown away by, by those graphics. And they were so bad too. Yeah, you looked, you looked like, like at the time they were amazing. Yeah. It was like the but, first time you saw 3d graphics and like, they're literally just like, in they're virtual, all like weird little like triangle shapes. Yeah, like they're, they're freaking blocks in that. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, no, it blew my blew my mind, man. Well, what's what's crazy is how good Sonic always was. Yeah, like even you know you had all this eight bit crap, and Nintendo had their games, and Sega had their games, and you know they were kind of digit, you know, pixelated. And then suddenly, Sonic. Uh, yeah, e- like- even the first Sonic was so yeah. fleshed out. Like it was such good animation. Yeah. From the very first, you know, and it was like, uh, it's like they could never do that with any of their other games, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know, Chris. So those are those were some fun Christmas presents we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I, I did see something I thought was kind of funny. Um, how I don't know if you saw the World Health Organization put out a thing saying that. Santa Claus is immune to COVID this year. You know, some parents are like, yeah. well, World health organizations like we were going to use that as an excuse not to buy anything. Yeah, great. Fauci was like, I went up and I I vaccinated him myself. 
It's just like, so I just think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious that they put that because you know some parent was going to be like, I'm sorry, you know, I don't think Santa can make it this year because because he's on a ventilator. (laughs) Because of COVID, he's he's got to stay. And now, and then, like, whenever that announcement comes out, they're just like, well, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) mommy, guess what? Santa's immune to COVID. Oh, he is, is he? Hmm, that's just perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, oh, that was a waste of an hour and 18 minutes. What, you didn't like it? Huh? No, like, you know, we just always talk about yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to, isn't that what this whole thing was? I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's what we do, Jeremiah. Yeah, I mean, but anyhow. All right, well. Yes, well, uh, you know, once again, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to Caleb and I just, you know, give our opinion and, uh, you know, uh, shoot shoot the breeze for an hour and a half, although it's probably going to be, after you edit it, I'm sure we're, we're going to probably drop 20 minutes of this. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> memory of Hanukkah. <laughs> um, the Rugrats Hanukkah special. <laughs> I always like the Hanukkah song on SNL. Uh, but once again, uh, if you if you folks out there like what we do, just remember to uh, like, subscribe, and most importantly, what, Caleb? Share. Because sharing is caring and we are in the holiday season. So what better way to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year. Uh, better to give than receive. Exactly. And we're giving it all over you guys right now. That mm-hmm. was not how I wanted that to sound when it came out of my mouth. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So stay tuned. Hopefully we'll have another one of these out out there for you and uh yeah uh be good to yourselves out there people merry christmas (laughs) bye (laughs) all right